Akemi, Notes and Stoic Virtues, page 1. Introduction. A ship in Arbor is safe, but that is not what ships are built for. John Shedd, 1926. You've probably heard of Stoicism, or maybe not. What is Stoicism, you ask? I will tell you a short story. The year was 1964. Nelson Mandela, the leader of the African National Congress, was on trial for sabotage and conspiracy to overthrow the apartheid regime in South Africa, and he faced the death penalty for which he knew he had little chance of acquittal. The normal emotional response expected by the prosecutors was panic and nervousness. He, however, remained calm and decided to give a speech. He stood up on the brown wooden dock and spoke for four hours straight. He recounted his life story from his childhood in the rural village of Menzovo, South Africa, to his education as a lawyer and his involvement in the struggle for freedom and equality. In his South African intonated voice, he said, I have fought against white domination. I have fought against black domination. I have treasured the ideal of a democratic and free society in which all people live together in harmony and with equal opportunities. It is an ideal which I hope to live for and to achieve. But if need be, it is an ideal for which I am prepared to die. The courtroom was silent. The world was watching. Mandela has turned this trial into a triumph of courage and conviction. He showed historic resolve in facing adversities with calmness, dignity, and self-control. He had shown how to transform a negative situation into a positive one. Mandela was sentenced to life imprisonment and spent 27 years of his life in jail, most of them on the Robin Island, a barren and isolated prison off the coast of Cape Town in inhumane harsh conditions, hard labor, solitary confinement, constant harassment, just name it. He was allowed only one visit and one letter every six months and was forbidden from reading newspapers or listening to the radio. Just take a second to think of it. One visit every six months for only 30 minutes. To put it in proper perspective, Mandela was cut off from the outside world. For an average human, this is enough to break any human's resolve. But no, not Mandela's. His spirit remained strong and he continued to be stoic in accepting his fate without complaining. He only focused on what he could control and ignored what he could not. And through this, found meaning and purpose in his suffering, cultivated his inner strength and wisdom, maintained his dignity and integrity, and kept his vision of a better future alive. In prison, he studied law, history, politics, economics, and language literature, and even read books by one of history's most renowned and renowned Stoics. Marcus Aurelius and Epictus, Seneca, and other Stoic philosophers. In 1990, Mandela was finally released from prison. He walked out with a smile and a fist in the air and was greeted by a jubilant crowd of thousands of supporters who chanted his name and sang his praises as a hero and a legend. Mandela would go on to lead the negotiations that resulted in the end of the apartheid and the establishment of a multiracial democracy in South Africa, winning the Nobel Prize in 1993 for his efforts and becoming the first democratic elected president of South Africa in 1994.
he left a legacy of courage, wisdom, and love that will endure for generations. In the words of Ryan Holiday, he wrote, Nelson Mandela was imprisoned for resistance to the brutal apartheid regime in South Africa for 27 years. For 18 of those years, he had a bucket for a toilet. He had caught for his, in a small cell, and once a year, he was allowed a single visitor for 30 minutes. It was a vicious treatment meant to isolate and break down the prisoners. And yet, despite that, Mandela became a figure of dignity within the prison. Though he was deprived of many things, he still found creative ways to assert his will. As one of his fellow prisoners, Nelv Alexander, said on Frontline, he, Mandela, always made the point. If you say you must run, he would insist on walking. If they say you must walk fast, he would insist on walking slowly. That was the whole point. We are going to set the terms. He pretended to jump rope and shadow boxed to stay in shape. He held his head higher than other prisoners, encouraged them when times got tough, and always retained his sense of self-assurance. Now, I believe you know what racism is. Well, to put it in proper perspective, I will give you a simple, concise definition. Stoicism is a way of thinking that teaches self-control in dealing with challenges and opportunities of life. Stoicism did not emerge from Africa but from ancient Greece with philosopher Zeno as the father of Stoicism. However, looking at the African culture, I have found Stoicism to be a core teaching even if it wasn't given a formal name to target as a philosophy. I would argue that the Greeks and the Greeks did not invent the Stoic philosophy. They just found a name for it and Africans did it. While reading this book, you would most likely come across new philosophies. You should keep your mind open through the entire course of reading this book or you can close it now and never open it again. You would learn a lot as I would share personal experiences and those of others which hold valuable lessons. It's okay now. Enough of the talks and let's dive straight in. Stay frosty. Aki Yemi, Josephine.